come one, come all to the second or third greatest show on earth. I probably have recycled that I think one. you have said that a few times. Yeah. Hi, my name is Adam. Hi, my name is Ryan. I've said that a few times, too. And this is Ryan and Adam's show. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for Skyping with us last week. And guess yes. what, listener? I got a big surprise for you. We're going to do a little more Skyping, okay? Yeah. And uh, we wouldn't just do this with just anyone, okay? You think I'm going to just Skype with anybody? I, Set up I, a bunch of laptops in the, in my house? and Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think we would go through the trouble for just any old jerk-off, you know? We would need to be a huge guest. I'm talking Queen of England times two guest. Yeah. And I think... I think we've we've met our match here with uh, a local, although not local anymore, legend, uh, member of the Flops, and uh, just a Sussex County um, king, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, my my old pal Tim Drace. Tim, hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Thanks for having me. Dude, I am. You're you're a a massive fish as as far as getting you to be a guest on this podcast. And if I could afford to fly you out, I would have. But well, it would have been great to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If you're ever in town, you know you know where to find me. Or maybe you don't. Oh, uh, if it, whenever I can do that again, uh, I am going to be hitting up all the homies. Trust me. <laughs> But you're out. You're three hours uh, in the pa- in the in the past in Portland. Oh, that's right, Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah, so that's how time works. Yeah, yeah you gotta <laughs> you gotta get up early to come and do this. So thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, maybe not so early for some people, but for me, it's a little on the early side. Yeah, but you know. Well, I, that's, I, that's how the West Coast rolls, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, I feel a little ridiculous because I'm like, oh, good. He also seems like he hasn't woken up yet at 1.30. And then I'm realizing, oh, it's 10.30. For, <laughs> and I just I, I just have not gotten up yet at 1.30. But yeah. Uh, well, that's a Saturday for you, you know? Yeah. Timmy, it's, it's Timmy weekend Chase. energy. I think, yeah, you're also, uh, I think, the first guest we've ever had just openly smoke on the show. And that's cool. You know, to be the first to do anything is pretty cool. Yeah, through a laptop. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, here, you guys want to. Yeah, <laughs> is, is, is that a fully digital bowl you have there? Fully digital? No, it's analog still, man. <laughs> you're just, you're an analog boy. I'm getting a contact high through the mic. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out, man. This is going to be one goofy podcast. <laughs> Good. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I I want to say uh, we like to do the like how uh, how do we get to know each other segment, and uh, I think I must have met you what twelve, eleven years ago maybe Meat Locker, you that was the first time I ever saw the flops or I remember seeing the flops. That's, that's that seems about right. That was pretty early for the flops too. I think that was probably about two thousand eleven maybe. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so we're between 2010, 2011, because that's like 2011 is when we actually really started playing like a lot more shows, kind of like in the scene area. So yeah, it that that sounds about right. A lot of my memories from back then are pretty fuzzy, but 
Yeah, I know how I mean, you feel. You'll, you'll probably you'll you'll have a better recollection of it than I will. So, <laughs> well, I was I was talking with uh, our former guest and friend of the show, Seamus. I, I I gave him the uh, the intel of who our guest was today, and he uh, he fed me a couple of things that I, I should talk to you about. And if you want to cut, oh, if you want to cut any of them, just tell me. We'll cut them. But uh, <laughs> he said that um, I, I, <laughs> I have no shame. Well, he he said that your first band you were in with Seamus was called the Befowlers, and he told me to ask you about uh, drinking whiskey that was mixed with rainwater in the basement of your parents' house oh. or something. Does that ring a bell? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does. This was. Uh, <laughs> oh God, this was back like I think we we're still in high school. Uh, fuck uh yeah so we used to practice in the basement of my mom's house all those years ago you know typical high school band yeah, type that's stuff what you do. And, yeah and uh there was a bunch of like liquor bottles down there and over time my <laughs> my mom's basement would flood mm. uh periodically i mean most of the time we were able to get our, sh- our get our like a, you know equipment out of the basement before it would do that but it did been doing it for years already and there was like a bunch of this like liquor just down there that had been fully submerged in like flood, weird, <laughs> disgusting water that would leak through my mom's basement. And uh, I think just one time, just like, I wonder what it tastes like. So we <laughs> took twigs out of it. And I mean, it was still liquor. <laughs> it was yeah. just really bad. And uh, good thing we were so young, because I think that's the only way that we survived. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that that is a good foundation for you guys. You know, just grown in uh, in whiskey tainted uh, with dirty flood, water, flood water. It's good to be yeah. curious, right? <laughs> Sometimes you got to say, "Hey, what would that taste like?" I get it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, this. All our ancestors figured out what food was good and what food yeah. wasn't good somehow. You know, <laughs> test it. You got to so, test it. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's that it's that raw instinctual curiosity. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting in touch with your Sussex County ancestors. Are you full blown Sussex? You were born there. Yes. Yeah, I was born in uh, uh, Newton Memorial Hospital. And you're a you're a Kittatinny alum. I sure am. Yeah, we, we've had a couple of Kittatinny alums on the show. I think Mark from the Flops, uh, Chris Carr, yep. uh, Seamus. Mm-hmm. So I think you're you're uh, in a Nick. long Nick Gonzalez, yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. <clears throat> Former guest Nick Gonzalez and you were you you guys were in the same grade, right? Yeah, Nick and I were in the same grade, yeah. Man, we get a lot of Sussex people on this show, huh? I never really thought Sussex, about it. Before. Sussex people really get out, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're they're an interesting bunch, too. It's been a minute. <laughs> Adam's got an obsession with Sussex a little bit. He's fascinated by it. Yeah, and I have been ever <laughs> since ever since I uh, first uh, met up with you guys. You guys, you, like I, I always say this. You, you, you were the only uh, band that kind of helped us out, helped my band out, and actually liked my band, and you know wanted to play with us. Nobody else did. So I well, mean, that's fucking stupid because you guys were awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I totally agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, the, the, the Flops is one of the very few bands where I actually became friends with the members of. Usually, I would see all these bands and everyone would know these guys. I wouldn't give a shit, but I was I got along with all you guys. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I, it's it's funny listening to the podcast. I'll be listening to it and I'll just like get these random flashes of memories. They're not 
solid memories, but there's like flashes of times where I'm like, man, I just remember being in a group with like Ryan and Jeff and just like fucking joking about the stupidest shit at some of these like house parties we play at and shit. And yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, most of my <laughs> memories with you are so foggy, just so I was so <laughs> drunk and we're sliding on cardboard on the floor and just I just remember really strange kind of silliness but it was always it was always so much fun but yeah they're they're like half memories for sure at this point <laughs> yeah i have a pretty yeah. good yeah, one it's, it's... <laughs> of the two of you at i think it might have been a new year's party you were both getting really into boston somebody had boston just see i don't remember this blasting on a uh, a boom box and you guys oh, were yeah you guys were a couple sheets to the wind. What house was this? Going just completely ape on uh, Boston, Boston. Uh, it was um, you know, it's, it's, that one in Hampton. Yeah. Yeah, it was that weird house that like Seamus lived at with... Um, yeah, that's where I remember doing some really... different pe people had moved in and out of that place. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty rad house. Yeah, that's where I remember doing some weird stuff. with, and, and, uh, <laughs> But also your, ba your <laughs> yeah. parents' basement, Adam. I remember just getting wild in there too. But yeah, definitely that house. Yeah, I, I, oh, actually, I do. I do remember that, Adam. That that's one of the memories that, for some reason, it comes up because I was like, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it was me that was blasting Boston because <laughs> I had come up with I because <laughs> I had come up with this idea where I wanted to start a Boston cover band oh with like God. all of my musician friends in the area and just like I, I think what was it? Oh, it, I was gonna call it. Uh, more than a feeling, the Boston experience. <laughs> now I'm remembering this. That just opened up a memory in my head. I was hammered, but I remember this discussion about a Boston co uh, like cover band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it never came to be, obviously, because it was just one of those fun things you do when you're drunk. But I still think about that every once in a while, and it pops up, and I'm like, yeah, that would have been pretty fun, actually. <laughs> we should have done that. Um, yeah, then another thing uh, Seamus told me i was supposed to ask you about was how you became a flop he said that you were in a field somewhere and <laughs> you were on mm -hmm. you were under the influence of something something or other and that you had some sort of vision is this is this true <laughs> how did you become uh, a flop how well let's see <laughs> Well, feel free to be as detailed as possible. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. <laughs> should, should we get back to you well, on that it, it one? It happened. It happened over the course of two days. How I became a flop, but I'm trying to think which time the thing happened. Either way, uh, even if it was two parties, two nights in a row, I'll put them into one because that's how my brain is remembering it anyway. But I do remember at one party, uh, it was at a uh, local party spot where the Hannahs would always have their, their oh, yeah. parties and stuff like that. Big time. And uh, I was just there for like a random party hanging out. And I remember Sean was there. Flop and, Sean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good old flop Sean. Uh, you know. Stone Cold Sober, of course, just being the weird, freaky guy that he is. Mm, <laughs> He's yeah. just hanging out with a bunch of wasted people. Uh, and I had recently had like moved back in with my mom, and I wasn't playing in the bands I was playing anymore, because I was playing in this band called Sally Ride oh, for yeah. a while with, with former guest and, and, uh, and still friend uh, Nick Gonzalez. 
And uh, so I was just like at this random party and Sean came up to me mm. and he asked me if I was doing anything musically. So of course I was like, well, not really. I'm just kind of hanging out, uh, just working and doing the dumb things that I don't like to fucking do. And he asked me to, if I would want to come and play bass with this band that he was playing in. And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? I'll come and jam. And he was like, oh yeah, we're supposed to play here tomorrow night. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, I could come up with some, I'm sure it'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So then I just kind of showed up. We, we practiced a few things the day before that, the party that was going to be happening the following night. And, uh, yeah, that was probably the first time. Yeah. Well, we just played like, I think we just played a couple covers and then, uh, <laughs> I think all oh, we played Newton girl. Oh yeah. And I still that's... think there's a YouTube video of somebody recording that on their phone on, on, on YouTube. Still, I, I, need but, to, uh, I need to find that and somehow get that in the descriptor <laughs> of the, uh, the episode. Cause that's sort of a, a legendary thing that fa Hannah field is a legendary field. And that was yeah, it. and this was and this was before they even had that stage up there. Oh, so but, you guys uh, were just playing on the grass? Uh, yeah, it was just like on their back porch or some shit. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's coming back to me uh, now. I'll that find video. the video. I, I, I can send it to you. I'll find it. But um, yeah, I'm thinking it was later that night because I was still able to wake up and go jam with them. So I'm thinking this is the night that um was like I really was truly a flop after this because uh, I had. I had gotten some ketamine that at the party that night. And, uh, you know, I was just having fun, drinking beer, smoking weed, doing some fucking ketamine. And the next thing I know, I'm like sitting like uh, crisscross applesauce just in the grass somewhere away from the party, just like by myself with like my head in my lap. Yeah, just, you, you know, in a fucking in a complete K-hole, you know, right. just like out of it. And then uh, I know Eric... And this is like his first experience of me. Eric just walks up to me, kind of like gives me a little kick. And he's like, yo, Drace, are you okay? And I just whip my head up and I look at him and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As like a normal person. And I just put my head back down. And I remember Eric was, this, I don't I don't remember, but what he tells, it's like, he just kind of like, he looks at Sean and Sean is like, he's a grown man. They <laughs> 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 just walk away. <laughs> Eric Fiscus, drummer of the flops, kicking you in and out of a K-hole. Yeah. On, yeah. on site. <laughs> now, you you're like this this like uh my my early memories of you, man, you were just like a feral animal. Yeah. You know, are you are you still are you still like that? Or I know you're a dad now. Oh, Have God, you calmed no. down a bit? No. 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 I <laughs> I've had to calm down. Um for a lot of reasons. Mainly I'm a dad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So can't really i'd like to think i'm a little more responsible than just allowing myself to keep doing that kind of thing and try to be a dad yeah because that was my memory too is like being introduced to this guy who everyone was calling puke and you just being <laughs> <laughs> you just being like he's described as like a feral animal just like out like just nutty and i and it was fun it was so much fun but just like yeah you can't keep that up for too long <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, no, and trust me, my body reminds me of that every <laughs> fucking day now, and that I'm getting late in my 30s, like, oh, you went hard <laughs> a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're what, you're uh, 38 now? How old are you? You're a little older than us. Uh, 
I mean, currently 37. I'll be 38 in April, so I guess that's long enough away to say that I'm still 37. Oh, Every yeah. day just feels like I'm 80, though, so whatever. <laughs> Age, the number doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this now, this pukey nickname has kind of stuck with you for forever. How did how did that come about? Do you do you know, or is it just one of those things where it's been so long you've forgotten? <sighs> I don't know how it really. St- Duck. I think Sean was just in love with it. <laughs> yeah, that, makes sense. that sounds For, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's really how it stuck. Uh, but I do remember I had just like years ago, even before the flops, I was trying to like on the side, like a side project type thing, just try to come up with a uh, like kind of acoustic thing. And this is before folk punk was really all that popular. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I, I'd always dug that like bluegrassy kind of sound. So I wanted to do something like that on the side when I was still like playing in, in like punk rock bands and shit. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll just come up with like a cutesy little name for it, but still keep it punk. So I came up with this like name. I, yeah, actually, I do remember it. It was Timmy Puke and the Sussex Songbirds. <laughs> 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 and I had remembered that and I was like, oh, Timmy Puke, that's kind of just like a fun like stage name. I think I'll like keep that if I'm ever playing in a band again and just kind of need like a fun, stupid little name. And uh, I remember I'd mentioned it to Sean one time and he was just like, puke. And that was it. it stuck. <laughs> yeah, that that. Uh... And then and then, yeah, and then it evolved into pukey. So it was it was Timmy puke and then it turned into puke and then it turned into pukey to kind of like. I don't know. It was a weird uh, <laughs> evolution uh, yeah. of a name. You're in, but my, yeah, it really you're in my phone is pukey, and you have been, <laughs> yeah. I think, since I met you. And do people- Which, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, I, I have no problems with that name. I mean, it was I kind of gave it to myself, but I didn't think it would run away that much. Uh, Sean was really, really the, the yeah. fucking yeah. catalyst Sean has a way of doing, of, of coining things forever. But yeah, I remember that's how I was introduced to you. It was one of those nicknames that like... Uh, that's how I, that's who you are to me. Like, that's the name that pops in my head almost, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, like, like I said, I don't hate it. I mean, Tim is such like a common name, especially for our generation. There's yeah. like, I know like at least like 10 other Tims that are my age or close enough. And pukey, not so common. Yeah, I only know like seven yeah, pukies. <laughs> <laughs> not, not nearly as many t- as, as Tim. Sure. <laughs> and how about do people in Portland call you pukey or <laughs> or no? See, really, I felt didn't... really weird like introducing myself yeah. as that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little weird. Of, uh, yeah, especially to new people, and it's yeah. like there's no <laughs> reference or anything to it. So you know, I just introduce myself as Timmy. I just tell people you know my name, and uh, I've told them that I've had the I've. Once I started making some friends out here, I was just like, yeah, people used to call me pukey back home. Like some people kind of picked up on it, but it it just wasn't really a thing. And also I was like, eh, I'm kind of over it. I'm past my pukey days. I'm I'm starting something new. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. But, uh, but Is it you good, know, though? It's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's more of like an it's an alias that kind of like got left behind in Jersey. But uh, <laughs> yeah, when I think of pukey, um, yeah, there's. One story you probably don't remember this because this is like one of those stories that it 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 is in my memory forever, but it's so like small and minute and silly that most people wouldn't remember something like this. But right, I was at the the Hannafield, and and Pukey was uh, in the dark taking a leak. It, like, it was really <laughs> dark, and I was walking past him, 
and I said something. I was like, "Hey, man, you need a hand with that." And uh, you, you were like, "Hey, come, all right, come over here, come over." Like, you were like, "Yeah, you, you want to make a joke about it? You come over here. You handle this for me now." And I was like, "Oh man, this guy's serious." <laughs> so like, that's like when I think of uh, pukey, I think of that, and also getting the tattoo tour of your body, which was the other. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the first time I really hung out with you uh, in a social, non-musical setting over at the the uh, appropriately named Flophouse. Yeah, Flophouse, Where yeah. you were living. I just remember it was me, me and a couple, of, uh, a couple of women. I don't remember who exactly, but you were, you just dropped trow. And we're oh yeah, I was I was there with my harem, yeah. And you were just going. Uh, I don't remember if it was chronological order, but you were just going through every tattoo on your body and telling us kind of like the backstory of it. And I'm just sitting there, jaw dropped. It's like I've never I've never seen a display like this in in my life. You know, such an in depth. Like we're gonna go into this, and you're gonna hear every every detail. And it was kind of awesome, you know. I was I was into it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do remember doing that. I do remember doing that, uh, and I even dropped trow too. Well, I remember because I because mean... I, I had tattoos on my legs, and I was just like, "Well, fuck it." I took my shirt off. I dropped my fucking pants, and I was just standing there in my underwear. Yeah, you were in your underwear. You know, you weren't like uh, completely but naked. You were yeah. completely. Oh nude. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, but I, yeah, I do, I do remember doing that. Uh, I don't remember how that got prompted. Uh, somebody had to have asked. <laughs> I don't think I would have just done that out of nowhere, but. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. It's one of those moments that you just don't forget. You you never forget taking a tattoo tour of someone's entire body. <laughs> it's it's expanded since then. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you good for yeah. like? What's your average tattoos a year? Are you like one tattoo a year? Not quite. I guess it, it might. Uh, it might average out to something about that. Yeah. Wow. Like sometimes I'll just do like multiple ones on on a day. Like a couple Thanksgivings ago, I uh, I got real drunk with a person I was dating and a bunch of other friends, and they were like, "Hey, want to do stick and poke tattoos?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it, why not?" <laughs> and uh, uh, I have I have a few stick and pokes now. I'm not usually I'm not opposed to them. I never was, but. Uh, this time I was doing myself. I had never tattooed myself until this day, and I was very drunk. So I uh, I tattooed the word complain on my knuckles. <laughs> nice. And uh, uh, I also tattooed a, uh, you know, like as a kid, you would draw like one of those hand turkeys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I gave myself one of those on my on my left leg. So it's a hand turkey kind of like <laughs> running across my leg. And uh is it, it, I, even did drew, you, I even I even drew in like running lines like behind it. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. I love this spontaneity. You know, just say yes and just fucking make a hand turkey on your leg forever. Yeah, and now and, and I have that forever now. Yeah, I see. You have a lot of blank canvas on your neck and uh, on your forearm. Well, I don't think I'll there. ever tattoo my neck. No, no you won't. I'm, you won't go. But will you go above the neck at all, or that's where you draw the line? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you can't I don't hide think it, I'm right? really like a I don't think I'm a neck and face tattoo guy. 
Mm. <laughs> I just, I, I look at myself and I like, you know, I try to imagine it. Um, even something small, maybe like next to the eye or even when I was younger, I wanted to get a tattoo on my neck, like, like here, something yeah. like that. Cause that was cool. You know, I was like 18 and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm really glad I never went through with that. Cause I was always too broke to like get those types of tattoos. Uh, anything that would look cool anyway. And I'm so glad I didn't get anything. I, I, I don't, I don't think I ever will. And there's nothing against people that do that. I don't think it's like necessarily a weird thing. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah. Like yeah. I look at myself and I'm like, you're not a neck and face tattoo <laughs> guy. Like you're not that guy, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. Like I have no tattoos, but I don't judge anybody with tattoos. You just know, like, I don't think that's, that's for me, you know? Right. And then I, I kind of have one, I have one and, uh, I don't know many people with one. I just gave up after that. Yeah, usually that makes you want to keep getting more. I was like, all right, I hit the jackpot. I got my one. It's great. If I get another one, it's just going to ruin this one. That's my uh, my mentality. So I don't. I think mm. I'm an axe. Like I'm not a. I'm like a an ant, like a not tattoo guy that just so happens to have a tattoo. Right. <laughs> so that's yeah, you just, made one mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't consider instead it, of many. Yeah, I don't consider it a mistake. That's I just feel like if I if I continue to roll the dice, then yeah, eventually I I will make a mistake. But yeah, that that mistake that, is not today. I was always just too nervous to get one, just because I was afraid it would be a mistake. I was afraid I'd be like, oh, now I have this on me forever." You know, I'm sure that I have thought of cool ones, and I just always checking out. Listener, do you have a good tattoo idea for Ryan? Email us oh, no. the truth, RyanAdam at gmail Tell us or what? or or emailers if you have multiple tattoos, which is your least favorite and or the one that you regret the most. <laughs> you yeah, see, that yeah. is a great email question. Yeah, I'd love to hear about your the tattoos you regret the most. Email us your pictures of your bad tattoos, the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com. We want to see them. Hell, maybe we'll even have a prize for the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you, it's bad enough. Well, see, that's 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 the thing, though. Like, it might not even be a bad tattoo. It's just they like I, I have a tattoo. It's not badly done or anything like mm. that. I think that maybe the design is kind of stupid because I came up with it, but uh, it's there. I don't think I'll ever cover it up. But it's it's one of those things where it's like I have it now, and <laughs> yeah, it's got a story behind it. I might not really care about it now, but what is? Yeah, it? it's one of those tattoos. Oh, it's just this heart that I have on my leg with okay. like devil horns on it and then like a drop of blood coming from the bottom it's something i used to doodle on my my book covers back in high school oh sweet all right yeah yeah because when i was when i was 18 after i got my first tattoo i wound up getting two more after that within the same year that i was 18 <laughs> do you do you have a big uh regret one what's your regret one do you have one? Oh yeah, it's it's that heart one for sure. Oh really? So okay. That's that doesn't, a, that doesn't bad. sound so bad. Yeah. Although I haven't I haven't seen it. You know, it's like it's oh you still, have you saw it. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that's <laughs> you saw, true. You saw it on the tour. You just don't remember it. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, I guess I uh, I can't picture it. But from what you just said, it doesn't. It I feel like there's people with such worse ones. I know. I know people with tattoos where it's like, oh, they gotta feel dumb about that one. Do you do you have a New Jersey tattoo? I do, yeah. Okay, that's a that was a that was a question, that was a question people, that I had for you. Yeah, people call me out all the time out here, and they're like, like, "Oh, what part of Jersey are you from?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm from Sussex County." And some people are like, "All right, I think I know where that is." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's... Although it is, it is usually people people either from like New Jersey or Pennsylvania, and they'll be like, "Oh, what part of Jersey are you from?" And I'll like, tell them, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. I, I I grew up. I like I'm from this area or whatever." A lot of it's like, it's like, "Oh, I'm from Monmouth or something." And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah." I'm like, I kind of know. I I remember some of that area. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're out uh, out in Portland. You still working at the bike shop? Yep, doing bikes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, actually, I, that reminds me. I got to schedule a phone appointment with this new place I'm flying to. How many bike shops have you worked at? Uh, <laughs> three. Oh, dude! So you're a you're just a like a a hired gun for at the people of Portland. Pretty much, yeah. You're, you're gonna go over there. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna tune up the bikes. That's what I do. That's my job. Yeah, that's how I pay my bills. And then uh, I, I love it. I've I've been I've been actually looking into trying to get some new hobbies because essentially what I did in my twenties is turn a hobby into a job. Because so I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to be to work until like any time between ten or twelve. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it's like they don't care when I'm hungover. It's like whatever, you know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's the job you need. You need I the like job the sound of that. where they just don't care if you're hungover. It's terrible. Yeah, but they pay but they pay shit and you get no health insurance. So it's definitely just like one of those like pros and uh, cons. Pros and cons, you know? No health yeah, insurance, yeah, but you can yeah. be hungover. <laughs> is is that yeah, just why why go to the doctor why that hurts when you can just drink until it doesn't hurt anymore? <laughs> is that just kind of the loose the loose nature of employment in the uh the Portland area where it's just kind of like you know, we don't care if you're hungover or if you come in at noon. We're, but you know, we're, but you're gonna get paid. Jim. You're gonna get paid. Is it um, just like that everywhere? I mean, it's 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 it depends on the job, honestly. But I mean, everyone, I guess for the most part, is like pretty laid back out here. Um, the the big thing, and uh, uh, I definitely agree with this because I really wish people weren't, but uh. The big thing out here is that people are just really passive aggressive. Mm. So they'll seem laid back about like, oh, you're half an hour late to work. But they're like, oh, it's cool. But it's not. They're like yeah. seething inside. Seething under the skin. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. How like um, the East Coast, they're rude, but they actually are, like like you. And then on the West, it's but, like they're polite, but they actually like hate you. Like it's like... <laughs> It's yeah. f- fake yeah, kindness. And that's not everybody. That's just like, yeah. I mean, we're definitely painting with broad strokes here. Of course. Here, but, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, Our- you know, I definitely noticed a lot of that out here. And, uh, you know, growing up in Jersey and everybody, like, I definitely had to dial a lot of my sarca- sarcasm back at first when I moved out here. Because I realized I'm like, oh, there's some things you just cannot say to people. Because mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they will get upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it was it was really strange because like for, when I first moved out here, especially growing up in Jersey and having like all of the friends that I've had for not only for maybe since even like elementary or high school, but you know, meeting new friends like you guys and stuff as I started getting in my twenties and shit. But like moving out here, I had to be a lot more careful about who I would actually consider a friend. Oh well, so I had to okay. be like really like I had to, like because you can because yeah I mean out out east like yeah sure somebody's rude but they're truthful right mm-hmm. right right 
And they're not going to beat around the bush when it's just like, dude, what you did was fucked up. Don't fucking do that. And then you have a conversation about it. But out here, people will be like, mm. they'll like hold it against you. They'll hold it against you later down the road if you're not careful about like who you actually trust and shit out here. And it's like that first like real. It's weird to say that like I was like almost thirty when I moved out here, and it's just like that's my first real experience with like having to be like, should I trust this person or not? Just because I already had people that I had so so many close friends that I could trust already that I would be introduced to, and uh, it yeah. was weird. That's interesting. Definitely, definitely an experience. When you're meeting new people because you're so used to your friends. Now you got to meet new people and you're like, can I trust them? But I also hate I hate when people, you find out somebody says some shit like, I, like about you or something and you're like, why don't you just come to me? Why don't we just talk about it? Like, I hate that. I hate that shit. Yeah, come on my oh, podcast yeah, that... and say it to my face. <laughs> yeah. Email me at the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh man. That actually happened not that long ago. Uh this this person, I just know this guy. I'm not really particularly friends with this guy, mm. but um uh I've been I've been playing music again. I took like a five year hiatus to like be a dad and stuff like that. Um but I've been playing in a band again recently and we played this like block party festival thing. You know, it's that's how cities have festivals. Yeah. Uh it's like multiple venues. There was like fifty bands that played. It was a great time. I had a fucking blast. But later on in the night, I guess one of the... Somebody we know came up to me. And I guess he used to play in the band that I'm playing in now. And he was, like, talking all this shit. And I just, like, looked out the window. And I could see the person he's talking about. And I'm like, well, he's just right outside if you want to, like, say that to him. And I don't know why you're telling me. I literally just looked at him as he was saying this stuff. And I just went... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what else am I going to say? He's like, do you want me to like sit there? I'm like, he's literally right there. Go fucking talk to him. And he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was funny. As I was talking to my buddy, my guitarist, uh, the guy that, you know, he's my buddy, Tony, that this guy was talking shit about. I was telling him about it. And he's like, hmm, that's fucked up. I even said, hey, to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's so, like, a- he even said hi to him. And just like, Probably said a few words and then went on his way, but like didn't say any of the shit to him. But he said it to me, and I'm like, "Why are you telling me this, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. People can change. If that was, I mean, I used to be a fucking pretty wild guy too. I'm sure people got stories about me, or they have like misconceptions about me. And I'm like, just go talk to Tony about. It. He's right out there. Yeah, so, I, I agree. I know, it was it was a weird thing to happen. I was just like, I'm like, you're. We're full-grown adults, and I feel like I'm in high school. Why are you being like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what you kind of realize is whenever people say, like, oh, they're acting like we're in high school, you realize, like, oh, um, people just never stopped acting that way. You think that they should when you're an adult, but mm. they don't. They just they still act like that. Oh, yeah. And I remember realizing that pretty early on, like, as soon as I got out of high school and just started working jobs, I was yeah. like, here I am, like, a 19-year-old you're a 40-something-year-old, and you're all like, oh, yeah, yeah. Gossiping. Like, all this, like, Still at my shit. job. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm I got like, guys like that. <laughs> I got grown-ass men at my job that are like, this guy over here does this, and he won't. And it's like, what are you doing? We're all adult men. Like, yeah. what are you doing? That's I, a classic job interaction yeah. where you have a coworker, that, <laughs> a coworker complaining to you about a person or a thing of the job, and you just wait for them to finish and you say, and you want me to do what? Yeah. Exactly? What? Yeah. Like, I, and, and you want, you what do you want me to do? You don't want it? to join in on it. So you're just kind of like, yeah, you don't know what the hell you're supposed to say. 
Yeah, it's you got to clean your side of the street. You know, you got to go over there. Yeah. And you got to take care of it yourself, or you know, you're just talking to a brick wall. Venting. Some people like to vent. I get that too. But yeah, venting is not um, without any uh, merit. Merit. You yeah, know, yeah, there's yeah. some merit to it, but it gets exhausting after a while. It does. You know, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, don't go. Don't vent uh, too much to Timmy Puke. He doesn't want to hear it. Okay, listener. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't let people go on too far. I, that's that's why I always start off with the, uh, I just say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great response. If you're just, because they don't expect you to really have any advice anyway. So yeah, just go. Right. And even if I did, they're not going to fucking listen to I, me. A hundred percent. It's you're, honestly, you're right. That's exactly how you should respond to those people. Just go. All right. <laughs> yeah it works every time and yeah. then they were like they're like do you even care and i'm like not really <laughs> and then they stop talking to me about it and i'm like okay thank great it worked Dude, this is a master's class in disarming <laughs> people this is so good uh excellent work thank you pukey thank you yeah oh yeah of course you know i'm 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 here to help <laughs> good i'm glad uh i was I, I i i like to share my experiences so that other people can you know lead a better life than i had to okay and <laughs> in, in that case um i guess i'll i want to bring this up um i don't know i'm gonna tread lightly with this one but <laughs> seamus Sh- <Shamus>, oh boy seamus <laughs> mentioned something about you um defecating by a building okay buy a building or adjacent to a building uh that may or may not have been a a uh, strip club is this does oh, this ring yeah. a bell okay yeah. is this something yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. willing to talk about um sure i mean it's not much of a story it's more just like a uh, i love how it was like nerve-wracking I mean, oh, what, what full-grown adult doesn't have a story about them shitting themselves in a, as an adult Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you're right. I, this this one technically isn't me shitting myself though. So, um <laughs> this was is like I'm going to be honest here. When I first moved out to Portland, uh it was great to have I was just enamored with the choices of strip clubs that they had out here. Yeah, the most per capita, right, in the country? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I do believe that's actually a, a real fact there. Wow. Um, wow. I think I think so anyway. Um but yeah, no. Uh so you know, I I was still young and it was um before I was it was before I was technically a dad, but I was expecting. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, so well, I mean, we we were anyway. Father anyway, to be. Okay. Uh, I had gone to a strip club. Uh the person I was dating at the time, they don't care. They, they we've actually gone to strip clubs together when we first started kind of dating when mm-hmm. I met out here. Right. Um so I went to the strip club. I rode my bike there. Um, and, uh, and of course, you know, you just get fucking hammered when you're at the strip club because you're just like, wow, beautiful women. Blah, 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 blah. You start drinking. Mm. You get a few dances. You start drinking. And, um, riding your bike. Yeah. Riding your bike to the strip club. <laughs> right. And uh, so, I don't know. I was, just, I, I was just at this strip club. I think it was called the... Um, the oh, dancing okay. bear. Okay, the dancing bear. Checks out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you figure that pun out on on your own. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I I was fucking really really drunk, and I had to take a shit. 
So I went to go use the bathroom. I, I'm also a big proponent of, uh, I just use public restrooms. I don't give a fuck about shitting or pissing in them. I have no, yeah. I have nothing holding me back. I'm with you. On uh, that. Except, except for this one time. And it was because <laughs> the stall didn't have a door for the toilet. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I'm like fucking wasted. This is going to be like a really gross shit, like liquid <laughs> fucking beer shit. And I'm like at a strip club. I'm like, I can't fucking do this to these people. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I paid up all my shit. I fucking left. And like, I thought I could hold it while riding my bike going back home. But as soon as I unlocked my bike, I started to like walk with it a little bit. I was like, oh, no way. There's no way I'm going to fucking be able to. Especially when it's liquid, dude. When it's liquid, your cheeks can't hold that. Right. Yeah. So I just, you know, planted myself. You know how you like make a chair when you like put your back up against the wall? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I pulled my pants like all the way down and like uh, just, you know, took at least, I I was thinking I was wearing shorts. So I was like pulled one leg out. So I could like take my boxers off and shit like that. And uh, yeah, I shit on the side of this strip club. Just like on the side of the, like there was a road there too. But I was like, there was a couple bushes. So I was like, it's late. I'm going to be fine. So yeah, I just fucking. <laughs> I, I love, a, <laughs> I love like, I don't want to shit in their bathroom with no door. I can't do that to them. And you just shit on the side of their fucking establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, uh, they, nothing was making sense this night. Uh, but, um. Yeah, I fucking I shit on the side of the building. I pulled my pants up. I like I did a a wipe as best as I could, but I didn't really have nothing. Yeah, with actually, what, I don't though? think I with leaves, I actually maybe? don't think I don't think I was even wearing underwear that night, actually. I think I was just wearing shorts. So I was just like, okay, if I need to throw these out when I get home, fine. And I pulled my shorts up after shitting, rode my bike home, and uh miraculously didn't get as much on my pants as I thought I was gonna. Oh, so the pants were salvageable. Yeah, that. yeah. This is like our third shit my pants story yeah, on I was, here. I was just thinking <laughs> we should have a clip show of shit pants stories as an episode. That would be pretty funny. I love that they probably they probably were opening the fucking strip club the next day, and they're like, "We we're used to vomit, we're used to come, we're used to piss, but this is our first sh- fucking diarrhea on the side of the strip club." Oh, I doubt I was the first. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, there's human shit all over this city. Do you think I mean, any city really? really I mean, yeah. it's just it's unfortunate. You know, it's fucking. Yep. Do you think the door was missing on purpose? Like it was removed so so that people wouldn't shit in the strip club. <laughs> well, maybe that, or do or do uh, you know weird uh, things? Do you with all the cocaine that they have. Yeah, behind the door. Oh, true at a strip yeah. club. Yeah, I could see that. It could be drugs or or worse. You know, banging. Yeah, something like sure. that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it's my theory. That's my conspiracy theory. Oh, you mean like whacking off for today? Yeah, per- perhaps. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm weird. I I can get weird with public bathrooms. I've gotten better about it as I get older because you just can't hold it like you used to. But I can get kind of germophobic oh, yeah. about it. But I love Seamus wasn't even there. How did he know about that? You must have told him, and he just oh, remembered. Absolutely. Yeah, I have no shame. I I it's, it's you know, shit happens, man. And literally, yeah, it does. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was something. Yeah, I had to. I had to ask about. I just had to. <laughs> you know, it was too good to pass up. Yeah, yeah. It's re- it's actually really really funny if, uh, 
anybody out there in radio land that doesn't really know me and they just hear these stories about me, they're probably making a pretty scumbagish picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just how it is, like, though. So far, you've talked about me like being like in a K-hole in the middle of a field <laughs> and shitting on the side of a strip club. <laughs> Sometimes I think that when I tell stories, but it's like, well, you're you're picking the funny ones, you know what I mean? And like, oh, the f- exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. The funny and ones I, are yeah, usually. I I don't really care. I mean, people can think however they want about me, but yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, who is this guy? Are K holes and shitting on fucking yeah? But, yeah I'm, and I'm he's always... a dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm always surprised when when people uh, come on the show and they're like very willing to open up about things like this because. It's like, why do I, I even have a, a podcast when I can't? I, I really don't think that I can meet you on that level yeah, like, on a microphone, every, you know, in person, definitely, right. but on a microphone. Yeah, it's, it's true. I envy that, you know, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you just got to let it out a little bit more because I will say there are things I don't want to talk about, but I try and be pretty open too with those stories because they're funny. You're making a show. You sure. Know? Yeah. You got to, you, eh, you're the host. I guess maybe you don't have to. Yeah. I just, I just want to come on here and be sad lately. I don't know what that's all about. You host the maniacs. So it's like the rest of us can talk about shitting our pants and shit, you know? Yeah. I guess that, that's, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's my, my function or, or whatever. We can't all be shitting our pants. Somebody has to be not shitting their pants. Yeah. I'm the one that comes on i want to know about uh well although i did ask about that uh pants shit story you know i also want to know you know what it's like uh being a father and i ask all the fathers that yeah yeah. that we've had on the show how old how old is your uh your son now uh seven seven and a half wow those young years it counts you know (laughs) wow wow dude and that's what first grade second grade second grade Feels like just yeah, yesterday. Wild, dude. Time flies. Feels like just yesterday you were uh, trying to get me to uh, come over by you in the dark when you were peeing, and and now your kid is is seven <laughs> years old. That's that's outrageous yeah, time, to me. Time flies, man. It's weird. And yeah, yeah. It's it's uh. But I mean, to answer your question, uh, it's fuck. It's great. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things I've done in my life, but one of the most rewarding, and I'm sure that's like pretty cliche and i'm sure a lot of the dads are going to say that but it's just one of those things where i'm like before i was a dad i don't think i i could even think about what it really was like yeah um it's been trying like you know going through all the normal shit that you'd go through in your regular day life Mm -hmm. but then it's like oh i have a kid that I have to go pick up from school and I have to feed him dinner tonight. I can't just be a sad sack of shit and like drink a six pack by myself within like three hours after work and <laughs> not eat anything and then go to sleep and fucking piss myself, you know? Yeah. I'll just have three beers and then go, <laughs> go pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh yeah, you've been making it work out there. He and, and your your son was born out there, right? He was born in Portland. Yeah, yeah, he was. Is he the is is your son the main reason why you wound up staying out there or was that just uh, oh, uh how it turned out? Absolutely, 100%. 100% is why I stayed. My original plan when I moved out to Portland, I was like first getting into bicycle mechanics and you know, moving out here just seemed like the right idea. There was like a hundred there at the time there were like a hundred shops in town. Oh yeah. Uh, bike shops. And I'm like, not all of them can say no, you know, yeah. Fuck it. Right, yeah. put my resume out to every single bike shop that's out there. 
And uh, that worked out. But the original plan was just like, you know, get a little bit more experience under my belt, maybe for a couple years and then move somewhere else. And I don't know, I was just going to go to different cities and different places in the, in the country and just kind of work at bike shops because that would have been like a pretty ideal job to be able to do that travel around and see new places and most places that are going to be cool to look at have a bike shop do you just but, riding uh, your bike around the country yeah i i don't know if i would have done that that yeah. was that's more of a travis thing uh but um yeah i mean after i found out that um that his mom was pregnant i was like well I have a kid now, so I'm going to stick around. That's cool. I want to be the dad that I always said that I would be. I mean, I didn't have a very great dad growing up. So uh, I remember even in high school when like a lot of that shit was going down, I was like, I'm never going to be like my father. Um, and now that this was my chance to prove that. And uh, I'm doing it. Um, I get to see. I mean, even though his mom and I aren't together anymore, I see him every week and I get to spend three or more days with him. It depends, you know, sometimes like, you know, but it's every week I get to see him and I've met so many people yeah. out here that have kids with other people. And the dads like, they're good guys. I'm sure they like fucked up and it was like through a bad relationship or whatever, but like they don't, they don't get to see their kids and right. they want to, or they have this terrible, terrible relationship with their ex where it's like impossible for them to have any type of relationship to even try to like make that work somehow to like trade the kid off or right. something like that. Yeah. I feel, I feel incredibly fortunate that, um, his mom and I, we decided, you know, mutually to break up because we noticed that we started arguing a lot more, mm -hmm. you know, having a newborn, we'll do that. Um, but we didn't want to raise Dodge in a house where, you know, his parents were arguing. We didn't want that around him because it's rare when parents, think about that how it affects the kids and like we recognized it we even noticed that it was affecting him so yeah. we decided to break up and still stay close but it's like we can't be together as a couple because it's not going to work mm. and uh so instead of make trying to make a relationship work we made a co-parent thing work and we're still doing it i think that's like that's we great still, we, still, yeah, that's we awesome. still talk like we're able to just talk and chat and just like be real with each other like I really like the guy that he's date that uh, the guy that she's dating now. Like he's got his own kid too that's a little older than Dodge, and now she's pregnant again. And I'm so excited for them to have their like their kid together, and it gets to add to the little family dynamic that's going on. Oh, but, sweet. Yeah. So Dodge like has kind of an older sister, and he refers to her as as a sister, and that's really cool. But um, now he gets to be the big a big sibling. To yeah, somebody that's awesome. else. Yeah, that's that's yeah. dude. He's he's really excited about it. He was so cute. He was actually the one who told me. His mom even isn't the one that he that told me that she was <laughs> pregnant. He was just like, Bree's pregnant. And I'm like, oh, that's what's up. And I texted both um <laughs> his, his mom and her partner, and I was just like, Congratulations, guys. That's fucking great. Like, I'm so happy for them. And I'm glad to even be able to be happy for them. Because yeah. like how many people do you know like yeah, that's really cool. You co-parent with a with an ex of theirs and be excited, you know. Uh, I've always liked looking at it like instead of it breaking the family apart, like we just have a bigger family now. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah what would, a cool way to look at it. I yeah. don't think a lot of people would be able to do that. Yeah, when you think about all the like custody battles. Yeah, and, like if only they could. How just be... how nasty people get yeah. with that, and then what a shame. Yeah, yeah, they need to take a page from Pukey's large family book. 
You know, like this, this is, they, <laughs> yeah. they figured it out. You know, your kid's uh, got a good head on his shoulders. He's in second grade. It's, it's awesome. I, I, I yes. had the, the great opportunity to meet him once and that was, you know, years ago. So I think he was what, three or three, two or, two or three, I two think, or three. Like yeah, he was, he was awesome. You know, just, yeah. just hanging out. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say it in the past tense. <laughs> and that's cool, man. I got to come back, see him again, say hello sometime, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's gotten so much bigger. You're like, it's going to blow you away, man. Kids are, that. that's another fun thing for me, too. It's just like watching a human being grow is, is super rad. And yeah. like, they do it really, really quickly for a little while and then it kind of slows down, but it still is you know, gradual. So like one day he'll go to bed and he'll wake up the next day. And I'm like, are you taller? <laughs> like, you, you, it's like, you notice it and you, it, he is, he's like physically taller than he was when he went That's to so bed weird. the night before. <laughs> Does he still, it's uh, wild. you know, it's like, it's like all these plant people get excited about like seeing a new leaf grow on their <laughs> plant. And I'm just like, my kid just grew an inch overnight. That is some wild shit. Yeah. I never thought about that. That is really wild. He he had like a mullet or something the last time. Oh yeah, oh he's his rat tail, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he still got it going. No, no, no. Oh man, he's uh, that would be he's, real he's, long he's, by now. Yeah, I mean he's definitely grown into himself a little <laughs> bit more. I mean, you know, he did the 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 dyed hair thing for a while. Uh, he had like rainbow hair, which is super rad, yeah. and then he had like pink and stuff. I don't know. He went through a whole thing, and now like he just likes to keep it normal color and or you know his normal color and uh keep it just kind of kind of moppy but short i don't know he's a kid whatever <laughs> you see do you see a lot of your yourself in him that uh genetic connection oh yeah absolutely yeah just like the like just the like weird way he'll look at things and i'm like yeah that just makes <laughs> sense to me because it's like that's how i look at that <laughs> yeah I mean, I can't think of any examples just off the top of my head, but no, there's definitely been times where I'm like, cause we'll chat during dinner and like, we'll sit down and just kind of like, or you're in the car on the way home from school. And he'll just tell me some of these like things that he just like randomly thinks of. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my brain has worked that way for a long time too, bud. And it's really good that you're, you know, we get to chat about this because this is really fun. <laughs> and is he have shown any musical inclinations? Or tattoo inclinations? No, <laughs> no n nothing? No. No. No, not yet. I've asked him a few times if he wanted to learn anything. He said if he, want, if, if he was going to learn an instrument, he just wanted to learn piano. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. That's probably the best one to start with yeah. anyway. I mean, yeah. I started with bass, and I can't play piano worth the shit, so. Yeah, piano would be cool to know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's good. Yeah, you don't force, you don't force him into anything. You just, like, let him, uh, you know, go, go his, take his own path. Yeah. Okay. I, I should yeah, be taking I mean, I want, notes I, I, now. I, you know, as I mean, as an individual, I want him to feel his own agency, mm. and uh, me and his mom feel the same way. And that's another why a reason why it's like working together so well with them uh, is that we just view the world very, very similarly, yeah. and especially when it comes to raising kids. So yeah, we definitely give Dodge a lot of agency. I mean, I'm still his dad, but I'm like. Yeah, it's like if you want to do that, let's go do that. I'll ask him if he wants to do things. Mm. If he doesn't like it, he'll tell you and they're like, let's do this instead. But he doesn't just sit there like, no, I don't want to do that. He'll think of something else to do. Yeah. So 
it's it's really fun. I've actually had a lot of his babysitters say that to me. It's just like, oh, he'll be like, I don't like this thing. And they're like, oh, okay. And they'll be like, let's do this instead. And it's still a fun thing. And yeah. Like, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, I always feel like that would yeah, be been, tough. It's been, it's, what's that? Sorry. I, I just feel like it would be tough to know how much free range do you give them? I just think of like Big Daddy, you know, like where he the, changes his name to Frankenstein or yeah, whatever. Where, yeah. And, and, he, <laughs> and he just really just lets him do like whatever he wants. And then that doesn't work out so well. So then you got to like reel it in like this sweet spot that you have to hit. And every, every kid is different. Every parent is different. The parenting styles, but it sounds like you, you guys make it work, man. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, there's no answer to that. Like knowing where to kind of, kind of try to keep it at. It's, it's, it's something you kind of just have to figure out on your own. I suppose it's like, what, like what's your comfort level? And yeah. then you kind of have to let your because your kid's going to push boundaries regardless because that's how they learn. Yeah. So it's it, it really would be like how comfortable are you with like how far because they're going to push it anyway. So you you figure out where you're comfortable or what you think is like because you know I don't I don't let them just run around all the time so yeah. I have to like reel them in at the grocery store sometimes because I'm like <laughs> dude there's other people <laughs> look out and he'll be like jumping around and just doing stuff and I'm like hey, he's still a kid so I like let him do these things because whatever, get it all out now. But, uh, yeah, it, it it's, you just kind of have to take it case by case and just kind of figure it out day to day, man. I mean, I've also had to teach myself a lot of patience. Yeah. Ew. Um, I mean, there's still days that it's hard and I just wake up and I'm just like, Oh my God, I just, I can't, I can't handle the kids. I can't handle a kid's energy right now because mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a fucking switch. Like they're yeah. on when they wake up in the morning. Um, Dodge is good. He'll chill and let me kind of sleep. Like I'll get him a bowl of cereal and he'll just like draw or color or something for a little while and let me sleep a little bit longer. And then like, then I'll fully get up and we'll do things. <laughs> and then you're in. And then he's and then on. In, yeah. Wow, man. We really covered a lot of ground on yeah. this episode. Yeah. From um, we went all the way from you in a in a K hole to you the top notch parent. Yeah, we covered a lot. I don't even know how we're gonna do another. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a that was, we got a lot in there. Well, we have we do we do want to have you back. We're gonna have you back. We're gonna read some emails. Oh, true. We got some emails we can do. So we'll do that. Oh yeah. Did you, what you, I, I also realized you sent, uh, you know, you sent that, oh, we didn't, we never even talked about yeah that opening song that you picked that was so awesome. Well, go ahead. Oh, talk about it. yeah. Tell, tell us, tell us about that. Um, that's just one of those, uh, one of the few joys that you can have when you're listening just to a Spotify playlist. <laughs> Uh, cause I was, all right, this song in particular, isn't really the genre that I was listening to, Yeah. but I'm glad I found it when I was listening. Cause I was listening to a genre called electro swing. Okay. Yeah. There was a swing to it. <laughs> yeah. There was a swing. To so it. <laughs> yeah, this would definitely had a swing to it, but I was listening to electro swing, which is essentially DJs taking old swing songs and like making them into like, <laughs> like I, I dance know, songs or techno or dance music. I don't know. Whatever. I, it sounds cool. <laughs> it's really fun, and I didn't think I would like it as much as I, if I just heard the name, I don't know if I would have liked it as much, but uh, I was getting tattooed not that long ago, and my tattoo artist was just having like random videos play, and I was like, oh, 
I kind of dig this. So yeah. I started listening to uh, just to find more bands and stuff like that. I just put on a Spotify playlist or it was like electro swing radio or something like that. <laughs> and then uh, this band uh, Ali popped up because I just and I've always been a sucker for horns. I fucking love horns and music. So anytime that's like a driving force in a song, especially and I've, I've always really liked big band and swing mm. uh, ever since I was young. Uh, you know, my grandmother like always listened to jazz records when I was growing up. So I guess that just kind of stuck with me. So this song, I heard it and I was like, all right, cool. It's like got this great driving bass line and this like horn melody that just like really reminds me of that big band era, but it's still modern. Yeah. And uh, I, I just I really liked the bass in the song. And that's why I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's something about it that yeah, it sounds epic. It's like got this great like kind of talk showy. Yeah, kinda, yeah, that's what Adam was saying. To it too, like <laughs> yeah, the the talk show intro music always heavy with the horns. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah, big band and horns and <laughs> they, yeah, they, it's all about it. And then uh, yeah, I see you got a whole uh, Ryan Adams show with Pukey playlist here. So thank you. I do. Yeah. Thank you for curating that. And then uh, I see uh, another song on here I think I'm going to go out with that I know for a fact has horns on it. <laughs> so Great. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you going to do you're going to do one more with us, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You, dude, thank you so much. All right. I guess that that's it for this hour. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's it for the hour. Uh So we're going to see you already. Ne- we're going to see yeah, you next wow. week. Thanks uh, man for doing listener. it. Listener. Yeah, uh, the truth, RyanAdam at gmail.com. I've got nothing to end us on. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I don't know if you got something or not. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to one of you. To one of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got nothing. Oh man, what's a good line from Big Daddy? I thought I was thinking that too. I'm like, what Scuba I- Steve, damn you! If that's how you want to end the show, then that's how we're gonna end the show. Scuba Steve, damn you! <laughs> Forgotten song 
alone. 